Hi, and welcome to Season 5 of Business Book Talk. Hope you're going to enjoy this new season. I'm really excited about it. I'm sure you will really enjoy some of the books that we have planned. So let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Bob here, and I've got Leading Women... 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life. And I've got Dr. Nancy O'Reilly on the phone. Now, you're you're a clinical uh, psychologist. Is that what the doctorate's for? Yes. Good morning. Yes, I am. I am a psychologist, a licensed psychologist. Hey, so, uh, you know, being a psychologist, uh, what is your specialty? You specialize, um, obviously, women, I would <laughs> think. <laughs> well, you know, this is, this is probably the third or fourth reinvention, but... Uh, I was a sit-down therapist for 25 years and did short-term brief therapy, basically prevention and education. And now I really consider myself, in fact, I wish more psychologists and people in our profession really did say they were educators. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but with, uh, with my website uh, and with uh, my, my podcast and radio show, talking to smart, amazing women and, of course, a book. And then going out and speaking about women's issues, especially in women, women empowerment, women leadership. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing now. But uh, I don't do the sit-down therapy, but really I do consider myself an educator, speaker, mm-hmm. and author. When you discovered your path and, and what you're doing now, was it something that kind of came upon you suddenly? Or was it like through a bunch of, of small decisions you said, you know what, this is where I'm getting the energy? Um, my, well, I was working as a director of a large healthcare system as the director of the employee assistance program, had about a hundred thousand lives that we were responsible for. And, uh, you know, I tell you what, I had a life changing moment. My daughter had a serious car accident, uh, and I left work to take care of her and coming back. I just couldn't bring myself back. I thought, you know, there's got to be something more important. You know, when you have those moments in your life, you just know that there's something more important for you to do. So that's when I really started to think, think about what is my passion? What do I really want to do with my life? And of course, taking care of my daughter and thinking about women and women empowerment was really just uh, kind of a stepping stone. In fact, I was supposed to come back on April Fool's Day, April 1st, and I called them that day and said I wouldn't be coming back. It's interesting because, you know, one of the major things that women have to face in their career is, am I not going to uh, have children? And I, am I going to abandon relationships to, you know, play the game? And these days, a lot of organizations are bending over backwards saying, look, you don't have to do that. We, we're, we're willing to change and, and make it uh, viable that you can go away and build your family and then come back and not lose seniority and, and still work with your team. Do you find that um, more and more companies are more conscious of that and, and the importance of women at, at the workplace? Well, I, I think I think so for sure. But again, uh, Bob, one of the fastest growing trends are women-owned businesses. So I think women are understanding uh, they can do both. And and and, I, and of course, we have such a different view of. Uh, I mean, there are actually husbands now staying home, especially if the women are making making good money. So we're we're seeing such a change in the workforce as far as again flexible work hours, uh, working from home. Uh, I think companies are really understanding the benefits of, again, you know, men have children, women have children, and so we have to work. Families are very important. The workplace is a family, and we understand that family, workplace, and at home is just as important as ever. Let's just delve into your book a little bit. You know, it's broken up into um, three sections. Is it the type of book that you can, like, kind of jump straight into uh, any section, or is I just, I'm just interested in section three? Well, well, again, there's 20 voices, there's 20 stories, 
There are 20 women's, women with their expertise that have been through the trenches. So whether it's business or relationships or even being philanthropic, you can go into any area into the book and whatever you're, if you're like, for example, you want to reinvent yourself or you want to transform yourself or you want to become a better leader or a better communicator. There's a chapter on, on these, these whole concepts and you can go in and read it. I'd, I'd like to think of it as a tool book, a resource book for women that they can go in. You know, there's a lot of great books out there on women's women leadership and women in business, but there really aren't as many tool books that basically give you so much advice and so many tips on how to how to accomplish these goals. So I'd like, I'd really like to think that uh, any anyone, men or women, can get into this book. And by the way, it's for men as well because I love smart, amazing women, but I love men who love smart, amazing women too. Do you find that people that you've talked to that have read the book, um, if they're they're guys, they bring up stuff that's totally different than what women bring up, or are you finding that there's some common ground? Uh, actually, I found there's some very, very common ground. And again, <clears throat> these are tips on li- living, work, and 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 uh, you know business and life. And so I, I really find that the the men and women are sharing the book, and and I think that's what we would hope is that that it would really become a tool book for anyone who uh, you know no gender bias, but it's it's about really just. How, how do you succeed in life? And as you said, one of the most important things, of course, is, in, is good communication. And I think that's what uh, many of the different authors constantly talk about in whatever, any area that they're talking about is how important it is to really communicate who you are, what you want, and what you're trying to accomplish. And, and I think that's important for men and for women. The book's based on you interviewing a whole pile of amazing women. Yeah. Was there a point where you had like an aha moment where it was like, oh my gosh, that really crystallized for me? Well, uh, again, this is, um, you know, my my mission, my goal really has been, uh, I mean, the whole premise is basically women supporting other women. I think traditionally that may have been, that, that has been an issue for many women is that they don't feel like they have mentors. They don't feel like they get support, especially in the workforce and sometimes in their personal lives. So again, this was really for me, uh, not necessarily an aha moment, but basically finding like-minded women. The women that uh, I interview, Conversations with Smart Amazing Women, which is my radio show, is basically having conversations with women in the area of health, fitness, uh, business, life, and so forth, and that we were, they were, we really connected in that respect, that we really did want to support one another. I, I can't tell you the number of times that women would say to me, especially after I say, how can I help you? You know, how can I help support what you're doing? Your book, you know, your speaking, whatever you're doing, what can I do to support you and, and help you to, to be successful? And, you know, I'd almost get this kind of like, well, you want to help me? And I go, yeah, absolutely. Because that's what my foundation is, Women Connect for Good is really helping women to be successful in whatever ever area of life and, and making this a better world because of that. So yeah, no, this is, this is uh, all, it's all about supporting and, and, and really women helping women. You know, that's a very key word there in my notes I've got here, support. For you, where do you think uh, where the support is lacking? Yeah, the whole term now is conscious business businesses that are conscious about how they're conducting their business. And one of the things that they're talking more more and more about are the relationships within their own companies and that people are becoming authentic 
And that really, when you when you bring yourself to the, it's who you bring to the table. So, you know, I think this is what what is happening now is that, uh, you know, the companies that are becoming success, successful understand it is a family. It is a team. It is a group of, of people supporting one another. And to be successful, it's really about what they're producing and how they're making a difference in the world. So, you know, most companies now are, are supporting something, you know, uh, the employees get behind something, they support something together. And it really just makes an amazing workforce when everybody's working towards a common goal. And it's not, you know, it's not uh, X, Y, and Z. It's really one common goal that everybody's working towards. And it's it's a feel, it's a really feeling good kind of company. And, and I, again, this consciousness that companies are beginning to understand to be successful and, and <clears throat> to have that longevity is really about creating good, healthy relationships and, and connection within the workforce. With the way that the, the things are developing, more and more women are, are starting their own uh, companies and being really, really successful and, and actually are demanding of other organizations that they supply like-minded women if they're, they're a consultancy or if they're, they're a supply and demand company. They're saying, well, why do I have to talk to Joe? I want to talk to somebody that I can relate to and gets me. Do you think that's a little on the bias side or there is actual a benefit to women working with other women? Well, you know, I mean, here's 20 um, people. First of all, the, the book is, is an example of 20 women that can and are collaborating to, to, create, to create a community. And I think this is what we're, we're, we're developing. Well, let's face it, Bob, you put five guys in the room and you bring one woman in. What, is, what happens? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you put five women in the room and one man comes in. What happens? We know that there are certain things that occur that only women can do uh, can really offer to another woman. I'd say, for example, I mean, I tend to uh, have a lot of uh, women uh, people that I refer to. You know, I have a female uh, attorney, I have a female physician, but you know, again, this is my comfort level. But again, like you said, what's important? Does that other person get you? Does that other person understand you? And uh, yeah, and I think that availability and being uh, and having someone that you can really communicate with is important. There's several different areas of, of, of play here. And one of them that's really, really interesting is uh, women in an international organization where they're working for a company that gets women, they're doing their thing, they have people that they can rely on that are, are women, and then they go into the, the international side of things and they end up going to China or they end up going to France or whatever, and then there's a different type of bias. Do a lot of the women... Uh, in the book that you talked to, when they ran into those type of problems, how did they handle it? Well, you know, there are quite, there's quite a few speakers and authors among these authors as well. I mean, they're, they have their own books, they have their own platforms, and many of them uh, speak internationally. And again, I think that's, uh, again, there is that glass ceiling. I mean, there's a glass ceiling in the United States still, and maybe not to the same degree that there is in other countries. But again, uh, chipping away at that, uh, again, culture has a, a tremendous amount to do with that. That's why I'd like to see this book go international, is because they're really, when I've been in other countries and talked to other women, they are starving for leadership from other women. They are starving for mentors. Yeah, I mean, any, com any country that you go into, uh, has a has a culture, and as you know, uh, 
women in the United States fare much better than other other countries. And we're not going to say which ones, but we know which ones they are. So, yeah, I mean, we know there's issues. But again, we keep plugging at it. And, and the surprising part is, is when women do come in and they are able to be successful, that just just helps other women to do the same thing. When I was working internationally, one well, I think the biggest things that I noticed with uh, women executives and, and sometimes women that are on the, the fast track to an executive position, not believing that they're going to be given the opportunity. Well, <laughs> I, I guess that's why, why there are women-owned business that's the fastest growing trend is that maybe that is true. I mean, the thing about, the thing about women, we, you know, we, we have difficulty uh, really celebrating who we are and accepting accomplishments. And oftentimes, you know, again, there is a, you get to a certain point in a company and, and you're, 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 you don't see the the next step or there is no next step. So, uh, you know, I mean, I think it depends on the company. And again, the trend is that uh, companies are becoming more conscious. Overall, I can't really tell you what the percentage of, of that is, other than I know that women are starting their own businesses. You know, why why keep beating your head against the glass ceiling when you go out and start your own business and take your passion and your purpose and your and your treasures and make a difference in the world and do it on your own terms? So, uh, you know, that's uh, th- that's still an issue. I, yeah, yeah, it's definitely still an issue. Is there one chapter in particular you recommend women, um, if they're curious about your book, that uh, if they're at the bookstore, that they should just pick up and, and try and read? Well, <laughs> you know, there, uh, that, that would be, I really can't say that because each, each and every chapter, I think it depends on wherever that woman is in her particular developmental stage. You know, is she wanting to reinvent herself? You know, is she going to refire and reinvent herself? There are chapters that are just specifically for that. Is she trying to learn to communicate better? You know, especially in her home or in the workplace, there are great tips about uh, communication. There, there are also great tips, tips even about parenting. So, you know, I, I mean, I, every one of these authors was chosen specifically because of their expertise from health, to, you know, inspiring and dreaming. And then, of course, my, my big push is being philanthropic. Uh, you know, how do you take your time, your treasure, and your talents and make a difference in the world? So I, I think whatever women want, they can find something in this book. And then I think it leads to another piece in the book, which really can, can, can glean another part of things that they're interested in. But again, I think it really depends on where that woman is in her life. But I can guarantee you, that if a woman picks the book up, she's going to find a chapter that's going to, she's going to resonate with and she's going to relate with and she's going to find something that will be extremely helpful. And that, that was the goal and that is the goal of the book is that anyone, any woman who picks this book up will find something that will help her. Now you mentioned a big one in there, philanthropic, and um, I'm curious, do you think women tend to be more philanthropic focused than men? Uh, I think women are very philanthropic, and, and I'm not going to say if they're more or maybe it's different. Maybe it's different in the respect that I think women, women we are very talented about two things. We can see the big picture, but we can see the details as well. But we also see the issues. I think oftentimes women will uh, attack a problem if they see there's an issue to be resolved. 
And as far as philanthropic, you know, again, I think it's the fact that we, maybe because of the nature nurture, maybe because we, you know, we birth children, that we're able to see when there's a problem or an issue. And that's when we say, well, this is what, what something we can take take on and we can, we can do something about. So, you know, the fascinating part about it is practically every woman in this book has some philanthropic endeavor as well that she's not only, you know, giving back in, in her professional sense, but she's also giving back in a philanthropic sense too. You know, this book is is chock full of ideas, and, and I know this isn't a, a super fair question, but I'm, I'm curious, was there any uh, tip or, or uh, enlightening thing that you got out of the book that fundamentally changed you? <laughs> that is a tough question. Fund- you know what really fundamentally got me, and which was the exciting part, was is the fact that 20 women, 19 other women, accepted my invitation to be a part of this book. And that to me was, you know, I'd like to just say this, Bob, because you you started this, so I'm going to go go for it. But this book, this book is more, it's more than a book. It's a movement. It's a community of women that are growing all over the world. We know until we actually support one another and we collaborate with one another, we're, we're going to continue to take a back row seat. So, you know, this is, this is the greatest thing that's happened to me in a long time. I thought I was out there drum, hitting, you know, playing my drum by myself and I was out on this little island and I kept wondering is it does anybody think like that you know does anybody care does anybody think like I do and you know the thing is, is I keep finding more and more women that are like-minded like these women who say you know what can I do to help you this is exciting and, and when we find one another it's 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 very joyful and it's uh, I call it a sister it's, uh, oftentimes after a conversation it's like amen sister because we are become I just met with eight women uh, we did a book signing in New York City and there were eight of us and it really was like coming home and so uh, I would like to think that women when they read this book can understand that there is a there is a community of women growing out there. There is support out there for them. Whatever they want to do in their lives, whatever they dream about or think about, is possible. And there are women out there that are willing to help them and help them up that ladder. That's a really critical thing you mentioned. There is the support and people that are out there just waiting for people to to have the courage to speak up and say, "Hey, I I have an issue, or how can I?" fulfill my particular dream where should i go and a, and a lot of the support isn't like oh here's a bunch of money it's more like hey you should talk to so and so because they're doing something similar maybe together you can build a bigger thing it's a lot and you know what it's a lot more fun we, we we've had a ball doing this uh you know the eight of us went to dinner we had a great time in new york city and what was really neat also that night was a young woman came up to me. She was in her probably late 20s, and she came up to me. She said, I am so excited about your book. She says, I've never seen this much, this this many women coming together and doing what, you, what you're doing. And I, I mean, I, I actually got goosebumps. And I looked at this young woman. I said, you have made my night. You've made my day for someone to come up. You know, she's a young professional woman and uh, said said this to me. And I thought, you know what? This book is on the right track. So I, I just I really feel that, uh, you know, we, we, we're just eager and we're hungry for to find one another and to continue to build this community all over the world, all over the world. For you, what do you think is the next step? The next step. Well, of course, continue to promote this book. But, uh, you know, uh, Bob, I'm very serious about this as far as this community that continues to grow. 
Um, one of the things I, I have is called the Women Connect for Good Foundation. This foundation, I hope, will grow and grow and grow. And several of the other women have foundations as well that we collaborate with and really do some amazing things to help women. I'm approached all the time for, by different women to uh, help fund different projects. Uh, I talked to several women the other night about funding projects. So for me, this is going to just continue to grow and build this community, but really finding ways to support young women and women that are reinventing themselves or, or women that just are really trying to get out of something, you know, something that, uh, you know, something overwhelming in their lives. You know, there's so many different issues that, that we're going to take on. We were just ta talking the other day about human sexual trafficking. There are so many areas that women can be really so beneficial and help one another and make a difference in this world. So yeah, this, this is really a book of higher purpose for me. It's really the first step to really making a, a huge difference of helping women to understand their power, the power to create the leadership to do the things that they want to do and to lead other women to do the same thing. So if you, I don't know how much time you've got, but we could talk about this for a long time, but the Women Connect for Good Foundation, uh, the Dr. Nancy O'Reilly website, and of course this book, and we constantly are blogging. There's lots of information uh, about everything that we're doing. So, uh, and, and, I guess, and I guess, uh, I mean, the, the exciting part is each and every one of these authors now are going, hey, I really like what we're doing. How can we resonate what each one of us is doing in a more profound, much bigger way? So we're going to go big. We're going to go a lot bigger. Hmm. Well, it's the power of community and everybody in that community realizing that they're not just like you said an somebody standing in a little island there's there's thousands of these islands and now you're an archipelago right yeah and then you know then pretty soon we'll you know i like i said i think especially in in other countries uh, I was in Africa here a couple months ago and talked about the book. And I was talking to a woman from um, from Iran. I was, and I mean, there's there's Saudi Arabia. There's women out there going. We need books like this. We need hope. We want to know that there are other women out there that care about us. And we do. We care desperately about helping other women to to live their very best lives. You know, a lot of the business schools that are out there. Do you think that they're lacking in this? part of uh of the curriculum where they're saying well all the women in the class why don't you start a group and you know here's several books that we recommend you read because if the schools are doing that you know within five to ten years you're going to have all these managers that are be going moving into companies that are already attuned and already realizing there is a movement or there is a possibility for them to make a massive difference for the women in that organization well, it's got it's got to start even sooner than that. It's going to have to start in the media. It's going to start. What we're talking about needs to start in, at a cultural level. But more and more uh, schools are understanding, especially medical schools. You've got to treat. You've got to start uh, building in sensitivity into people, realizing that being authentic and and relationships are so very very important in the workplace. I mean, you spend eight hours a day you know, five days a week, sometimes six days a week with all of these people and your relationships and the way you, you communicate with each other and you support and collaborate with, 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 with one another can be extremely, uh, cause extremely great outcomes and great success. If you, you know, if you have disharmony, I mean, I, I know as a director of an employee since the program, one of the things that we worked with constantly were workplace issues. 
you know, I mean, they were, I mean, some of them were very, very unpleasant. You know, I mean, the point is, is that if you can create a, uh, a workplace that does have harmony, has good communication and people that are, are, are authentic can communicate and really support one another. I mean, you're going to have a totally different outcome as far as your business is concerned. I'd say uh, your your outcome as far as your success would be tripled. Well, you never know. I mean, it's there's a big thing that's going on right now is a lot of businesses, astute businesses, are realizing that it's not about driven by the bottom line. It's not about how can we pinch pennies. It's about making the all the people in that organization realize that they are really important and everybody has to be pulling together. Well, it's, it's ownership and it's responsibility, and, and it comes from each and every person. And each and every person's... Uh, um, uh, performance affects every other per- person's performance. I mean, that's just the commonality. You know, if you're, if you're, if I'm doing more work because you're doing less, uh, I'm only going to do that for so long, and then pretty soon I'm going to resent you, and then I'm going to probably maybe, uh, you know, find other ways to, to, you know, I'm not going to get along with you, and it's going to affect my performance. The point is, if in, if anyone's performance is poor, and it, it affects everyone's performance. For all our, our listeners out there, particularly the women listeners, um, what could they do today to help uh, themselves in their organization or themselves in their business to you know, move in this direction? Well, I think first they have to decide what they really want. You know, what, what do they want to achieve in the place that they work? Where, where would they like to see themselves? Are they in the spot? Are they in the position they want to be in? And, and really start to think about that. As you said, the important thing is communication, is really finding people they can communicate with and really decide, is this where I, where I really want to be? You know, over half of the workforce, if you interview them, says would tell you that they don't like their jobs. You know, so I think women especially have to determine what is it they want, and they have to find their voice. My, my, my website... My, one of my first book was, uh, well, women speak. Women need to speak out. They need, need to be able to speak their minds and to, to be authentic in the workplace. So maybe just deciding today, what is it do you want to do? Is this really what you're passionate about? Uh, you know, are you taking your time and your talent and you're really, really serving yourself? Really, are you being authentic? Are you using or, or do you feel like you have a voice? And I think those questions are extremely important. And if you can't answer those in a positive fashion, say, what's, what's the barrier? What's, what's blocking me from, from moving forward? What moving from where I am to where I really want to be? That's really a key point these days because, you know, the economy is changing in all parts of the world. And, you know, five years ago, there was a lot of fear and a lot of people were worried whether they're going to lose their job. Yeah. These days, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit rosier. There's lots of great opportunities out there compared to what was happening in the past. Uh, do you find that, that people are, are more into leaving their position that they're in now and moving to an organization that gets them, or are they more into like, well, you know what, I want to change this organization from within? You know, that's a that's a that's a good question. I really, you know, I don't know what the trend is per se, but 
But I would like to think, you know, again, the, this whole concept of socially responsible conscious companies are becoming more and more aware that uh, the people within are so very important and that there is value and there is ownership and they do feel responsible, responsible for their behavior and their performance. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really know that answer for sure, but I would like to think uh, that the world is changing in that respect is that, uh, you know, being authentic and, and having a voice in a company is much better than sitting along a wall and never participating. Oh, gosh, that makes for an incredibly long day or an incredibly disappointing career. Yeah, it does. And, and nobody has to do it. Nobody. Mm, that That is a key thing right there is it goes all the way back to that, that previous statement that you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe that other people will support you if you voice your opinions or if you voice what you want to do or if you leave an organization to try and work in another organization you have to believe well and again the the important thing is to find supporters within the organization that are going to help support your ideas Uh, and i think women especially need to find those people within that that when they get to the boardroom and they're making those wonderful suggestions that there's someone to go, yes, you're absolutely right. That's a good idea and support them. I was working with an organization and uh, they were talking about instead of finding a mentor, find somebody that's going to go up to bat for you and is, is, is going to be your partner. And, you know, if you're going, if you're a junior, then you should be looking at the manager. If you're a manager, you should be looking at a senior manager. If you're a senior manager, you should be looking at C-suite. And a lot of people don't think on that type of tactic level. Well, I think women, especially before they get into a boardroom and they're going to put ideas out, already have to need to make. In fact, there is a chapter in the book all about that. When you get to that boardroom, make sure that your voice is heard and your ideas are understood and they aren't stolen by somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's a, it's a difficult arena. And it's, I think one of the, the most difficult things about being in the C-suite level is the mind shift. And, and I mean, there's, there's a couple of places that happens in, in a career where you're working with a team and you're, you know, hey, we're all having fun here and we're, we're doing stuff. And suddenly you become the manager and now you're their boss. And that's a, that's a big psychological shift somebody has to make to, okay, yeah, we were buddy-buddies last Friday, but now I need you to get this stuff done. And the same thing happens in the boardroom where it's like, you guys got to stop thinking of day-to-day and you got to start thinking long-term and the direction of this organization and what this organization is now and what it's going to be in five years and how can we hire and build so that we can reach those points. And, and as, you, as you're saying, though, that's a cultural shift. That's a culture of the company that begins to help everyone understand that we're all in this together and that we are all responsible for ourselves and our performance. And that's, a, that's something that's definitely built within the culture of the company. People that need more information and, or have read the book and want to get more, what is the best location for them to go? Well, right now we've got a brand new Dr. Nancy O'Reilly website, and uh, all the information about the book is on the website. Uh, Of course, it's available on Amazon.com, and you can go to any Barnes & Noble and purchase it today. And uh, so, yeah, go out and find, buy the book, uh, get the book. We'd love to know also what you think of the book. So, you know, feedback is important to us, but uh, there are... There are all kinds of free information. We have blogging about about every conceivable topic uh, in this book that's been blogged and information about. Uh, they can go back and listen to each and every one of these authors. Uh, I've done uh, 
previous uh, conversations with them, but just recently did conversations with all the authors because I wanted women to, to hear them now in the present uh, and talking about their chapter and talking about their ideas uh, this in this this period of time so you can go back and if you have a favorite and go back and listen to those you can all the pod all the podcasts are available on the website too we've been chatting with uh, dr nancy o'reilly leading women 20 influential women sharing their secrets leadership business and life and it is an amazing book and i highly recommend it even if you are not a woman in the business force thanks for coming on the show Thank you for your time. Thank you for the support and this collaboration. Thank you very, very much. You have a wonderful day. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that show and do me a favor and tweet about it. Follow us on Facebook if you haven't done that already. We really appreciate it. See you next week.